Good morning, everybody. Um, I want to talk about desires. Um, I want to talk about your desires, my desires, our desires. <laughs> so one of the things that I have learned over the years is our desires, they change as we get older, you know, as we mature, as we, you know, in, in, not even just as we mature in God, but just as we mature as people. Um, our desires do tend to change. And a lot of the times our desires are shaped by the world around us, by what we see, uh, what we see other people with or what we see other people have. Our desires are shaped by that. And um, one of the things about allowing people to shape your desires is you'll you'll tend to try to keep up appearances. You'll tend to try to, you'll want things for all of the wrong reasons. And the Bible clearly does talk about that. Um, We, we, um, we have not because we ask not. And then when we do ask, we don't get it because when we ask, we want it for our own selfish reasons, our own selfish desires. We have a hidden motive as to why we have asked God for something or someone or whatever, whatever you're asking God for. Um, and I want to, I want you guys, this is something that I want you guys to really ask yourself when you are buying something, when you are purchasing something, when you are buying a house, buying a car, buying, there's nothing wrong with wanting something nice. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice things. There's nothing wrong with, if you have expensive taste, there's nothing wrong with that. My taste is just happened to be, I like basic stuff. (laughs) I like, not like that. I just, I'm not high end. I'm not high maintenance. It don't take much to please me. I don't like name brand stuff you know i'm just not like that if i could have if i could afford name brand stuff i still wouldn't buy it you know the only name brand purse i have someone bought it for me like i'm just not that type of a woman i'm 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 fine with the simple things in life and in a way i like that about myself because it keeps me humble it keeps me you know i just i just i like that about me i like that i'm simple (laughs) i do i really do um so um, one, one of the things I want you to ask yourself, and cause I had to ask myself this over the weekend, I bought something and I had to ask myself, if you have to, when you buy something, you look at that thing and you say, how would other people see me in this? Or how would other people perceive me in this? Versus how do I feel about this? Am I happy with my purchase? Do I like this? You know, does this, does this something that I want? Or is this something that I want people to see me in? So I think we have to ask ourselves these things. We have to be honest with ourselves about why we want certain things. And when you are saved, when you are Christian, you have to allow God to shape and reshape your desires. Because over the time, as you grow in God, your desires will grow. You will not want the same things anymore. He will show you the motive behind why you ask for certain things, why you want certain things. The world is flashy. The world around us, they flash and they stuff. They like they they like these big name brand things, these expensive things. And I'm not saying Christians can't have that. I'm just saying if you look at the world, you'll be influenced by what they have and what they're doing and you'll start wanting that stuff too you'll start your desires you'll start feeling like well is something wrong with me you know you'll start questioning who you are and what you really like so i want you guys to really look inward and and really do some investigating what do i desire what do i like and what do i like based off of the desires that god has given me not based off of the desires that the world has shaped me to have
there's nothing wrong with wanting nice stuff. If that's what you that's what you do, you know, that's what you used to, that's what you you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not gonna look at somebody with a Gucci purse and say, Ooh, I want a Gucci purse because you know, that's just not how I work. Oh, that's nice, that's cute, and I'ma keep it pushing, but I'm not gonna go buy one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm just I and I'm not I'm not hating on nobody. If that's your lifestyle, that's your lifestyle. You know, if that's what you can afford, that's what you like. By all means, that's if that's a desire God has given you expensive taste, then roll with that. But um, for me, God ain't giving me expensive taste. <laughs> I, I like simple things. I'm cool with Forever 21, Zara. You know, I don't need to go to Bloomingdale's and the Gucci store. I don't need to do those things. But I'm not saying that it's a problem for those who do. But all I'm saying is let's check our motives as to why we want certain things. Let's check our motives. We have to know, you know, what we're doing to please us, what we're doing to please God, and what we're doing to please people. There's a difference. There's a difference. And a lot of the times we go out and we buy these out, this outrageous stuff, we do these things, and we're not even, we, what, you, what you do when you try on the outfit? Is it, do, oh, how do I look to myself? Or is it, how would I be perceived? How would, when I, when I walk out this door, how, would, how are other people gonna look at me in this outfit? So you're not, when you look at the mirror, when you look in the mirror at yourself after putting on a new outfit, you're not looking for you. Oh, I look good. You're looking, you're looking as if you were someone else looking at you, trying to assess and see how people will perceive what you have on. Like, are, will, they be, will they like it? Will they be happy with it? Are they pleased with it? Will they think I look good? You're not looking through your eyes. You're looking through the eyes of someone else at yourself to see how other people will perceive you if you were to walk out the house in what you have on. Same thing with the car. We not buying a car because we like, we got to have all this sunroof and we got to have this and we got to have that in it. No, we're buying it for how we'll be perceived riding down the street in it. We're, we're buying it for how people are going to, what people are going to think when, when they get in our car and they see that our car is fully loaded with all this stuff. We're not buying it because of us. We're doing it because of other people. So, we got to be flashy and flaunty and flossy and I just, I'm not, we, we don't know how to be discreet. I'm discreet. I'm discreet. When a person bought me this purse, I said, I don't even want, I'm not even comfortable wearing this. Like, I'm not comfortable wearing this. <laughs> like, what are we, like, come on now. Like, I just feel like we can invest our money in something better. You don't need to, I'm not the type of woman that you gotta buy those expensive gifts. I'm not the type of woman that you gotta keep up appearances with. I like to I like to know the man for who they are. I don't want a man that's gonna shower me with gifts because I, I like to know people for who they are. I like to know people, I, I like to know people without the facade. So, to me, gifts and all that, and I mean, it's a facade, especially, you know, when you know that the person doesn't really like those type of things or whatever the case is, whatever. But anyways, back to my original point. I want you guys to really just ask yourself the next time you go buy something. We all want nice things. I get it. Nobody wants something that's run down or you know what I'm saying? You want to be satisfied with your purchase at the end of the day, but you also want to make sure that your desires are lining up with God's desires for you. 
you know, we got to make sure that we're delighting ourselves in him and not delighting ourselves in the world and thinking that he's going to give us our desires. No, where is your delight? How are you? What what are you delighting yourself in? The word says if you delight yourself in him, he will give you your heart's desires because he knows that whatever you like. That's a desire. Whatever. If you like him, if you delight yourself in him, if you find joy in him, if you are just you're you're excited by him then your desires are going to be lined up with him. So he don't have a problem with giving you what you desire. But when you are sitting up here, you delighting yourself in the world, you looking at the world, you comparing yourself to the world, you want what the world have, you envious of the world, you coveting what the world have, then you want something so that you can be perceived a certain way or keep up a certain persona or keep up a certain appearance. You want something to be accepted. If you are asking for stuff to be accepted, there's something wrong with that. If you're asking for something from God, something expensive, something from God so that you can be praised by a people, something is wrong with that. Why do you want what you want? Why do you want what you want? Is it a necessity? I mean, God says, you know, he will supply all of our needs, but, you know, he also said we shall not want. He did say that. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't have good things in life. I'm just saying let's just make sure that our motives are right. Let's just make sure our heart is pure and what we're asking for. Let's make sure we're not flashy like the world. Let's be discreet. Let's be humble. We don't like to be humble. We want to. We want. We want to pe- show people what we got. No. Mm-mm. No. No. The only time I'm gonna tell of anything that I'm that I got that I've been praying for and asking for is when I'm led to. And I'm telling somebody my testimony. And that's it. I'm not going to sit up here and throw nothing up in nobody's face. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, ooh, look at me, look at me. No. For what? That stuff don't make me or break me. Because what's on the inside is not affected by what's on the outside. What's on the inside is not affected by what I have or don't have. So whatever you have, be humble about it. If you if you if you got expensive things, you got expensive taste, and you know that's just you. Be humble about that. You don't gotta be flashy. You don't gotta make people who don't have that make people feel like if they don't have that, then something's wrong with them. No. And if you are in a place where you're not where you want to be in life, or you feel like you could have more, you should have more. You want that job or you want that title. You want this and you want that because you want to be perceived a certain way. I want you to know that what's on the outside can't touch and can't match what's on the inside. Start working on that inside and then what's on the outside is going to line up anyway. That's how I, that's how I, that's how it's been working for me. What's on the inside? God started working on the inside of me first and then everything on the outside started lining up. The order had to come from within first. Because I had to have my mind right to even have some of the stuff that I have today.
And it, I mean, it may not be much to somebody else, but it's enough for me and my son. You know what I'm saying? We want these things. We want that job. We want this place. We want this career. We want this house. We want these things. But we do not want God. We do not want change. Change is good for the soul. Especially the change that God brings. I did. I had a hard time adjusting to this new life. This new mindset. I'm so used to dysfunction. Like I was so used to dysfunction. It was crazy. And I didn't really understand and realize that I was used to it until I had to change. Until a change came. A change came and then I realized how dysfunctional I really was. Like I was, I was drawn, I was stuck in a cycle of dysfunction and I didn't even know because I thought that that, that was my normal at that time. So adjusting to functional ways of doing things, adjusting to order, adjusting to boundaries, adjusting to healthy was something that was not easy for me. But I'm adjusting. I'm not leaving God. I'm not giving up. This is my new normal. We adjust to him. We conform to him. The world can do things and say things to try to get you to conform. But God really is able to transform you. And it don't take long. It don't take long for God to work on you. It don't take long for God to transform you. All it takes is an obedient and a willing heart. Be willing. Be willing. And I just, I'm so willing. And I told God, I'm, I'm willing to see myself. Don't let me be self-deceived. You know, I know, you know, I know I ain't perfect. You know, I know that I done messed up sometimes. I know. But I'm willing to be better. You got to be willing. It may not happen overnight. It may not happen in a week. It may not happen in a month. Sometimes God gonna have to, God got to get some stuff out of you so that he can fill, fill you up with himself. We want these quick fixes. God fix me up quickly. <laughs> some stuff gonna take time. It took time to get to get messed up. It's gonna take some time to get fixed. Each day I wake up and I'm like, I'm in a healing process. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know how I'm gonna each day I wake up, everything is it's a different day. It's an, it's a new emotion. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay because it's it's part of the process. I'm not, for the first time in a very long time, I'm not in control anymore. And sometimes when we're, when we're so used to being in control, we're so used to being manipulative. Yes, hello, I was manipulative at a time. I was controlling at a time. Yes, I wanted my way, yes. Okay, when, when, when things are not like that anymore, Guess what? It's it's that for a controlling person. Oh, it's like it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling when you feel like you're not in control no more, and you're so used to being in control of your feelings, your life, your everything, relationships. You're so used to being in control. No, but we gotta give God the control now. That's submission too. You gotta submit your control, your control issues.
wanting your way all the time, wanting to be in control of your relationships. You want the upper hand in every situation and everything. No, that's not, that's immaturity. It's not maturity. So this is a little bit of thing. This is some of what I'm learning. And I hope that it helps you guys to put things into perspective. You know, think about your desires. Think about the things and the areas and the places that you need to surrender to God to grow. How you think? You think he's going to overstep your will and just say, I'm going to make you do something? He's not going to make you grow. He's not going to make you rise up to the occasion. God is a gentleman. God is not going to overstep your will. There is a, you have to surrender. You have to submit. You have to give God that right away. And keep submitting it. Keep surrendering. Like, it's a daily thing. It's not, no, you don't just, no, daily, okay? Submit daily. <laughs> so I just want you guys to be encouraged. You know, it may not always feel good. It don't it may not feel good, but it is good. Anytime it's it may not feel good, but if it's God doing the work, it's good for you. Okay? It's good for you. It's time to get rid of these issues in your soul, man. Allow your soul to heal. Your emotions. Not being on the emotional roller coaster, up and down, up and down, all around. No, it's time for that to stop all that. You a woman. You, you just because you're a woman don't mean you gotta be emotionally unstable. Trying to be fixed. Fixed on a, a, a fixed on a um a firm and a solid foundation. Not something not quicksand. Steadfast and movable. No matter what changes, you don't change. And I just, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I did. And it felt so, it, it was like, wow. And it's so funny because it's so amazing when you just, those moments where I woke up in the middle of the night, it was like two o'clock. And I just talked to the Holy Spirit. And he talked back. And it was just so, it was a simple conversation, but it meant so much to me. It's okay to cry out. God is not tired of hearing. God is not tired of you crying out. And he brought to my attention, David, you know, the book of Psalms. It's like, David cried out for justice. David cried out and God delivered him every time. God vindicated him every single time. So don't be afraid to cry out to your God. That's your, that is your father. That is your God. That's one thing David knew. David knew that he had protection in God. If we can trust God like David did, we'll, man, God will bring us through everything every time. Not saying he not anyway, but I'm just saying. David praised in the midst of everything that he was going through. He didn't curse God in the midst of what he was going through. He didn't blame God. He 
knew God was his refuge. Okay. And that's in, in, in when I woke up this morning at two o'clock in the morning, that's where I cried out from a place where I knew that he was my father, that he was my refuge. And I, I just, it's just, it's, we got to get to that place. Amen.